0: We're glad you guys could join us today for another episode of the Diesel Podcast. We're going to be talking with Tyler Kipp from Industrial Injection. He's a a sales guy over there and also has a really cool race truck that he's been He's been uh, racing for quite a while taking it all over. You guys have probably seen it on social media and in magazines and tons of different places. So we're going to have him give us a rundown of the truck and talk about parts and injectors and turbos and tons of different things. Before we get to it though, we want to thank two of our sponsors for making this episode possible. I want to thank Dan's Diesel Performance. Dan's has a ton of upgrades for Duramax, Powerstroke, Cummins trucks. Go to dansdieselperformance.com and you can search turbos, injectors, uh, bolt-on upgrades, tons of different things. And if you have questions, the guys there are more than happy to chat with you if you're not sure which parts combination you need to get your truck running the way you want or to make a certain power level, they can help you. They've been doing it a long time. And also, Diesel World Magazine. Go to dieselworldmag.com. If you want to see the latest in race event re- results, um, products, builds, tons of different things like that, they update their website daily so you can see this stuff almost as it happens and if there's an event they're there they got live feeds going you can watch them even if you're you know 2,000 miles away it's almost like you're there and then of course you can pick up their magazines in stores or you can even read it online which is really cool so you can read it on your phone laptop tablet whatever it might be let's go to dieselworldmag.com and bookmark it all right guys let's get to talk about tyler kipp's race truck and industrial injection tyler kipp welcome to the diesel podcast man how you doing
1: I'm doing great. How are you today, bud?
0: Man, it's, it's been a good week. Been a lot going on in the diesel world and a lot of uh, events that are coming up that you know, a lot of racers and teams
1: are getting excited for. Yeah, there's a lot going on right now, man. I'm loving it. A lot of racing, <laughs> lots of dyno events. Couldn't ask for anything more.
0: Uh, for the listeners we have who haven't seen your race, haven't seen your truck, tell us uh, you know, how you got started in diesel, what you do in, in diesel. Um, and just kind of your journey to the, the point where you got a 2,000-plus horsepower truck.
1: Man, you got a, you got a couple <laughs> hours on your hands, <laughs> Um, Long story short, man, I, I started getting into the diesel industry right out of school, basically. Uh, kind of went to wild tech for a bit and graduated there, went to Alaska, right out of there, and mechanic at an underground line. I was a heavy equipment and diesel mechanic for almost six years. Um, and then moved back to the, the lower 48 there. Um, can for a little bit longer and then kind of got tired of busting my knuckles and stuff and started moving into the, the performance side of the world. So I already have the, my little budget beater, I guess you'd call it, or my over-budget beater now. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and I uh, kind of moved in and into the world and started kind of my sales life uh, with these power products and kind of learned the whole game from, from those guys and then moved over to Washington, worked for Dynamic Useful for a bit. Um, and then, you know, just hadn't really found my place yet of uh, where I really wanted to be, and, uh, and then I found Industrial Injection. You know, they uh, they brought me on, and, man, I couldn't say anything better. It was the best thing I could have done. So it's a perfect fit for me down here now. And, uh, yeah, that's kind of a, a long story short, I guess, on it.
0: <laughs> so you've seen diesel parts from pretty much all angles from like you know the manufacturer level fueling turbos transmissions you've seen it all
1: yep yeah i've worked and messed and with most of it so yeah (laughs) pretty broad range of everything
0: tell us about your truck it's very unique but like how it's how it started and then where it is right now it's gone through a huge transformation
1: yeah (laughs) so i've i've been building it for about eight years now um, I found it out in a guy's field. I wanted thirty five hundred bucks for it. a full um, two wheel drive, radio cab, long box, like hundred and seventy thousand miles on it, I think, and uh, completely stock except for like an AFE intake. So I offered him thirty two hundred bucks, and he took it. And <laughs> so, and then I started building it from there. I was like, I, I wanted to build a race truck, and and that was a good platform for me to start with, and and so it was just a perfect time, perfect deal for it. Um, kind of started out with a single silver 66 with some 5x18s uh, and just a modified 160 pump. Um, went to like Alligator Performance's first dyno event with it with uh, built Trans from Ultimate Transmission back in the day and made like 709 horsepower and I sprayed it to like 887 at the very first hunting for horsepower. So it was, it was pretty big numbers back in the day and I was pretty excited about it. Daily drove it all the time. Got like 24 miles per gallon. It was, it was a whole lot of fun. Um, <laughs> and then started getting to the point where I wanted to take it further. Um, now the biggest turning point was the whoever had it before me put a reman head on it and it had valve seats in it. One day I dropped the valve seat, so I kind of just went full bore after that and did uh, just another stock head and stuff and um, got hooked up with BD and started putting the big. Big turbos, big singles, S475s, S480s, uh, 82s. Oh, man, I went 467s. I tried probably every single turbo kit you could imagine back then on a 12-valve. Always had some industrial fuel and stuff. Got a 13-mil pump built, uh, 5x24s back then. And was making about, um, right about 900 horse or so on fuel with it. Um, Never really sprayed it because it always kind of scared me (laughs) back then. (laughs) Um, But kind of started, you know, trying a whole bunch of different setups and just kind of learning the 12-valve world in the truck. And I always wanted to go nines on the stock bottom end, and I I did eventually. So uh, that was about two years ago. I uh, threw a 488 on there after I blew my 80 up, just running 10 o's here in Salt Lake with it on nitrous. I finally got enough nerve to do it. Um, Went down to Phoenix with a 488 on it. And sprayed it and went 976 with it and popped the motor. And it just, I just had didn't I couldn't take it little stock engine. So <laughs> uh, from there we did. Let's see. I sent the engine down to our machine shop here at Industrial, and all the guys basically wouldn't let me do a 12 valve anymore. Said it was time for me to step up. So. I waited like six, eight months and they still said, nope, we're not doing a 12 valve, so <laughs> I decided <laughs> to do a common rail. So um, through, a, through the 5.9 cast piston race motor, kind of one of our off-the-shelf race motors. Um, we got one of our just stage one race heads on it. Uh, we opened the ring gap up a little bit on the pistons uh, for the use of nitrous. And you know, other than that, it's just a 5.9 block cast pistons with some Corillo rods that... Came out of Sean Bach's motor um, from years ago, so it's still kind of a budget, you know, with some used parts here and there, but <laughs> it's definitely a lot more than a you know a $900 rebuild. The 12 valve has been for me, so. Um, but right out of the gate, I mean, that thing with a single 488 um, on a small tune with some Cobras and a an XP pump made you know 1140 on fuel. And it's just, it was a whole new truck from there. You know, it ran high nines right out of the gate from 980s and stuff like that right out of the gate on fuel um, on the small tune, started turning it up a little bit, uh, went to low nines with it on fuel, um, and then started bringing the nitrous, and the suspension can't take it, so it basically still running leaf springs in the Super Street class. It's, it is my biggest hurdle right now of trying to get that truck to hook to the track with bringing on more power, so... But it's getting there. There's been a lot of people in the industry um, that have been helping me learn suspension, I guess, (laughs) with this (laughs) newfound power of the common rail um, and trying to put it to the ground, basically. So we started with some some really bad, like 160, 165, 60-foot, and I'm on a good, decent track. And now I've I've got it down to about a 147, 145, um, 60-foot on a terrible prep track so it's, it's come a long way for sure. So,
0: How hard is it to get that 88 millimeter to spool or
1: easy? <laughs> you know, it's, it's really not that bad with a little bit of nitrous, honestly. Um, Ultimate Transmissions worked over the, the trans and the converter at me, for me. Um, it's got a 2800 stall converter in it. The flash stall comes in about 1800, which is pretty low, but it keeps the efficiency of the converter happy. So it, with a little, I run a 41 spool jet in it, and from from nitrous express kit and basically it pops right up as soon as the fuel starts coming on i just hold that school jet and it it's right up on boost ready to rip
0: and when you look back say racing the 12 valve and then racing the common rail <clears throat> what does the common rail give you as a competitor the ability to do when you go so you go for hunting you know hunting for horsepower you take it out of state or different elevations or different setups is it uh is it i guess the, what I'm getting at is, you know, with the tuning, you can, you can change it, you know, as you go different places, but is it like a 12 valve? It's going to be pretty consistent. Mm-hmm. Um, is the consistency trading off the, the consistency for the tunability, something you really like, or what's, what would you tell guys out there that are thinking about, you know, either getting a 12 valve in racing or getting a common rail in racing or do what you did and swapping a motor in it?
1: Mm, it really depends on really what, where you want to take the truck. Um, you know, I love the 12 valve. It was a lot of fun to play with. I learned a ton about engines and tuning pumps and everything. Like, I, I honestly will say I probably had more fun with the 12 valve in there than I ever have with the common rail so far. But to take it to that next level, um, it, the common rail is really the only way to go right now. The, the tune ability is, is nuts. Um, the way the power comes on is, is way different. So the for me was a little slower to come on. Um, it didn't hit as hard. It wasn't, you know, it was still smooth and stuff. I could tune it in, but it wasn't, it wasn't as violent. Where a common rail is, with the tunability, uh, is, is violent. <laughs> the power is a, <laughs> is a night and day difference. So it's, if you want to take it to the next level and really make power and, and do it correctly and, you know, save money and not mess with a whole bunch of stuff, I would really start with a common rail platform. You know, anything above a thousand horse is a common rail really does shine.
0: You guys have a ton of products there at Industrial to do that with. Well, like, you know, we ordered up an engine from you, and you're like, well, how much power do you want? <laughs> here's the ejectors we have. Here's the, yeah. here's the pump we have. And a turbo you're running. What, um, you know, what kind of setups do you guys offer these guys that maybe they don't want to go, maybe they don't want to run nines. Maybe they want to get into the low 12s, you know, they want—they don't want to do a cage, so like mid-11s, high-11s on a common rail. What would you set them up with?
1: Uh, for something like that, I mean, you can still have a really good daily driver stuff on a common rail for that. So, I mean, depending on weight, you know, I mean, if you're a dually, like some people out there, um, like to go fast in duallys, or, I mean, if you've got a regular cab, it really depends on the, the weight. Um, but on average, you know, these trucks are going to be about 76 to 7,800 pounds Um, you probably, you know, 11s, you're probably going to need around 800 plus horsepower right around in that setup. So, um, if it's a a 5.9, I would personally probably do, at that power level, I'd probably do a compound setup. Um, on a 6.7, I, you could probably stay with a single still, because they do spool big turbos really well, and it's a lot happier on the rods. Um, but you know, I mean, if, if we're talking 6.7s, which a lot of people have nowadays, I would say, you know, you can run like a 4.75 or even a 4.72, one of the new SXEs, um, with an 87 turbine wheel even, and like a one zero housing and just wastegate it so it's happy. And that turbo with, uh, with a good set of injectors will, will make 8, 900 horsepower. and and get you to your goals pretty easily and still be able to daily drive it. And you could probably even tow, you know, 10,000 pounds or under with it as well.
0: What what a lot of the 6.7 guys want is they they want to go fast, but they want to drive it as well, especially because the trucks are newer. You know, it could be a 2017 or it could be a 2010 or something like that or an 8. But, you know, you want to be able to do all those things with it still.
1: Yep. Yeah, and I've actually been working with a guy in Colorado right now um, that's running a a 6.7. Um, I sold him some rods and our pistons and a cam and one of our race heads. And he's, uh, he's running a single s 488 board, um, just 96 turbo with a 115 T6 housing. He's got a speed speed T6 comp. Um, he's got a set of our Stage 1 Cobras dual XP pumps on it. Um, and it's a, it's a full interior truck. It's a 2012, I believe. Um, just beautiful truck. So I think it weighs 7,600 pounds. And he's running 9.7s with it, 9.8s. Wow. And he daily drives it in Colorado, it's, and he lives at, like, 72 or 7,300 feet. Wow. <laughs> so <laughs> it's, it's a little laggy for him, but um, the I think Randy's building his transform, for him, um, and Randy's got that trans pretty well set up for him at that elevation. And, you know, with, with our fueling and the products and everything, it just – the truck's nuts. Like, it blew me away <laughs> what it, what the truck does at that weight, so – Oh, yeah. Track. It shows about fifteen to 1,600 horsepower going off his track times. So I think it was like a 976 at like 140 or something. So. Was he,
0: that's moving. Was he racing it at a band of
1: I think so. He was like, what, 4,300 feet or something around there?
0: Yeah, or like five or Yeah, something like that. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So. That's some good power. It's impressive for what it's done to it, for sure. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I wanted to ask you about the Cobra injectors. We get uh, like on iTunes or YouTube or Facebook, Instagram, the guys that'll ask us about the Cobra injectors. Could you give us a quick rundown of what they are, how you guys designed them, or what you guys designed them for, and and what kind of power levels you can help you know guys get to with them.
1: So the Cobras are just a fancy name, basically, we do for uh, the, our Cobra mods, we call them. So they're, they're body modifications that we do to these injectors to help the internal of the body flow more. So you can only flow so much fuel through those. And the bigger the nozzle you go, we all know you lose atomization. And atomization, the bigger we go, it runs hot, it runs smoky, it runs dirty. You lose responsiveness of the injector. Um, And so with the Cobras, we're able to run a smaller nozzle to keep that atomization, um, to keep the responsiveness out of the injector, get the smoke out of it, and have a good, efficient injector that makes big power. So, like, our stage ones, like in my truck, um, Sean ran those way back in the day, made 2,400 horsepower with them on a really big tune. Um, And with the testing that we've done on our engine dyno and and tearing down engines we've blown up and stuff, we noticed that we need to build a bigger injector for for that power level, um, so we can bring the pull width down, so the the engines live longer. So we've we've done a few other modifications, like to our stage 2s, Cobras, and they'll they'll support you know 2,800 horsepower, but we'll we'll turn them down and keep them on a low pulse width so the the engines last, it doesn't have as much heat, and they work good. So it's. The Cobra Mod is basically a competition injector with our custom body modifications to flow a ton of fuel and beat competition, right? <laughs> <laughs>
0: Get over 2,000 horsepower. <laughs> yep. <laughs> what uh, What are some new things you guys are working on or, or looking at offering for, whether they're Cummins or Duramax or Power Strokes or just things that may hit the market here pretty soon and and uh, start start being seen on the street?
1: So for a lot of the street stuff, I mean, you know, we do anything from 100% stock injectors for the normal daily driver guy who just wants to replace something real quick, um, stock injector, you know, obviously we only use Bosch stuff, um, you know, all the way up to the competition stuff, you know, everywhere in between. Um, as far as new stuff coming out, um, we got a couple new engines we just released, so just some stock, stock engines, our 5'9 and 6'7 common rail, um, just stock engine like the factory came with it, so... We retail those for $69.99, so it's a really good price for a replacement engine. Um, turbo kits, I know we're going to be working on a Duramax S400 kit it's in the works, because um, they're starting to become a lot more popular, and just kind of innovating the new stuff for the newer vehicles that come out. Um, we have been working with some of the Nissan Titan stuff. Um, I don't think the tuning platform is quite there yet, um, to where... The stuff really works and shines, so it's you know it's a lot easier to modify a turbo or an injector from something than it is to you know hack into the ECM and do what the tuner's job is. So, but that stuff will all eventually come along and be ready to go. So as far as yeah. big racing stuff, um, we've been working with some Duramaxes on the engine dyno uh, with a big single GT55, uh, made like 14, 1500 horsepower, I think, on a decent tune for the Duramax guys out there, um, which is just one of our race engines just to see where they're at, where they live, and, and what people can do with a Duramax in a single-turbo world. So single turbos are just the to way into the future, I think. So <laughs> I've always been a big single guy, and more and more people nowadays seem to be going to them. So.
0: It's really cool. We've had, you know, the, we had Cody on. Um, you guys did a common rail swap in his Duramax, which was really cool. He he was on the summer telling us about it. And then, you know, your truck and what it does and Sean's and and Jared's too. I think it was out at TS. um, Or there's a bunch of events I've seen it at. So just what you guys are doing with the race platforms is really cool to see the times, the power. And then all that stuff, it kind of trickles down to the daily drivers, you
1: know? Mm Mm-hmm. It really does, you know, I mean, we, we definitely try to push the envelope on stuff and we've, we've spent a lot of money, <laughs> you know, breaking stuff, but, but it helps innovate, you know, the, the future of the industry, you know, not only from a big performance standpoint, but we're also taking, you know, that to the daily driver guys too. So we're actually, um, now that you actually say that, we actually have an injector that we're working on that has a smaller than stock nozzle um, for the Dodges but with a, a single Cobra modification to the body um, to where it actually, we've picked up like three to four miles per gallon um, on our test vehicle right now with it. So, and still runs extremely clean. So you get the high pressure atomization with it with a little bit more power to help with fuel economy and everything. So it's, we're taking that big competition stuff and, and moving it to a, a daily driver aspect. And so far, the results have been awesome.
0: That's cool. Yeah, to be able to squeeze out some more economy and and stuff on, on these trucks. That's what everybody wants. When you're driving them every day or using them for work or hot shotting, things like that is they'll stretch that fuel tank farther.
1: Yep, exactly. And efficiency is a big thing right now. I mean, um, we're working on a lot of emission compliant kits. Um, you know, unfortunately EPA's got their hand in a lot of people's back pockets, so we're we're trying to to make Power more efficiently now. From the past, like three years or so, or more, um, make more efficient power with less smoke, so we don't, you know, piss off a bunch of people out there, but are still able to, you know, get the power people want because everybody loves horsepower. So,
0: <laughs> speaking of speaking of horsepower, are you going to be at uh, hunting for horsepower? Next I'm, I'm
1: still talking to the boss about that. I hope so. So <laughs> putting put the truck back together after the big turbo explosion, but she'll she will be back up and running here pretty soon. and Hopefully. I'm, I just want to go eights with it. <laughs> I'm done making <laughs> 2,000 horsepower. It did it. And I just want to go back to going fast. So. <laughs> <laughs>
0: you do a really good job on your social media. like For our fans listening out there that want to check out your truck and see it and, and what you do, how can they follow your your truck build?
1: Your nah, truck. So my truck, everything, most of my stuff is do, I post on Facebook, just Tyler tips two p's kfpp or uh it's a gift thing um with underscores in between everything so on instagram but that's instagram's where i post most of my stuff so just click that little follow button and you can see me try to blow more stuff up i guess <laughs>
0: <laughs> i think your your turbo explosion went viral with so i saw diesel world posted at tons of other places online yeah. <laughs> it
1: was it was
0: pretty epic
1: yeah, yeah i No one's ever made 2,000 horsepower on a single, you know, Dimitri and Sean tried it like three years ago, and the tuning wasn't there, you know, the the aspect of tuning and injectors and whatever just wasn't there yet, and, you know, we got to the point with my truck, it was, I never wanted to make 2,000 horsepower, you know, it's a cast piston engine, it's on a single S400 turbo, it's a a 1,500 horse truck, so, but I put some big nitrous in it on one dyno, you know, the ATS's gauntlet, because you guys convinced me I had to be in it, and you know, it made, like, 1,800 horsepower, and I'm like, well, I didn't think that was possible, <laughs> <You know? laughs> so, Then I went to Randy's event and used a little bit more nitrous, and, and it made, like, 1,963, and I'm like, well, maybe this is possible. You know, and the turbo was just taking a beating that we built, and I'm like, well, let's go for it. So, uh, up in Morgan at Starlight's event, um, I put in two big 136 jets and went to an even bigger tune, um, and it made twenty one seventeen. And it hurt the turbo a little bit. The wheel flexed and hit the housing. So we uh, rebuilt the turbo for the next event. Went to Weekend on the Edge. And uh was like, well, let's try it again. Let's back it up because everyone says it was fake. So went to Weekend on the Edge. The DA was like 8,000 feet that day, just hot as can be. And uh got a little excited. Held the nitrous on a little too long. And it uh, made 2,092 horsepower, though. So it, <laughs> but the, the turbo kind of, became a shrapnel piece and went about everywhere took the intercooler out took the radiator out got some nice goosebumps in the hood cracked my windshield um but the engine's good so (laughs) i mean that's there's a plus to the story i guess
0: (laughs) oh man that's been i've been following your your truck for a while and I've, i've seen it in person at the ets gauntlet and um it's really cool to see what you're doing with it and how fast it's running so it's uh it's, it's something I I wanna see you run eights too. <laughs> I
1: wanna to, to see you do it. I appreciate that, man. You know, that's that's always well not always been my goal, I should say. It's always been, it's always been my goal for the past year now. <laughs> it kinda of started out as a and I did that and the let's go tens and, and then it was nines and now it's eights and it so, you know, maybe it'll be sevens and sixes one day. I don't know. I just I have a, a really bad addiction with horsepower and going fast, so <laughs> but
0: cool, man. Well, I appreciate your time today, Tyler. Giving us kind of a rundown of not just your truck and telling us about it, but you know, industrial injection and the parts and the upgrades you guys offer and and how the race team, what it's doing is able to, like you mentioned with the injectors, being able to do a stock set different and do some different things with it and then offer you know, a, a stock engine for a 5.9 or 6.7 and appeal to guys who are driving these trucks every day or racing them and you know, making over 1,000, 1,500 horsepower.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I appreciate the opportunity, man. It's always good to talk to you. So if you guys, if anyone out there needs any more information on the stuff, you know, hit up me on Instagram or Facebook or give me a call at the shop or, you know, any one of our dealers out there, you know, you including. Um, you guys know our products pretty well. So give us a shout. We'll get you taken care of.
0: Don't forget, diesel fans, make sure and head on over to dan'sdieselperformance.com and dieselworldmag.com. If you're looking for truck parts, upgrades, builds, things like that, the guys over at Dan's Diesel can definitely get you taken care of. And if you just want to stay updated on what's going on in the diesel community with races, things like that, bookmark dieselworldmag.com and you will be kept up to date. Till next time, keep the shiny side up.